Range Anxiety, middle of the week session, and uh, I'm not alone today. But first, before we go any further, that was Supercharger, great uh, band from the middle of obscurity somewhere. But it's got something to do with today. How you going, Paul? Good, thanks, Marty. Hey, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, world, babe. All of yous, um, getting a Supercharger. Right. <laughs> well, that sort of... That's, Bang, you just sort of cut me off well, at the past. Well, there, yeah, didn't I didn't even know that song. That's how obscure that one is. I've never heard of that. But well, this is what happens fitting. when yeah, you've got Spotify. You can just say, play Supercharger. Okay. And it goes, and it finds it, and it comes up. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, Paul, we finally actually managed to extract uh, some money, albeit uh, a small portion at the moment, from possibly <laughs> what is the world's richest uh, mining magnate slash man, Um Partial Correct. owner of BHP by the seams of it. I do have some shares. Well, yeah. <laughs> you should see all the shit things I own, like, you know, <laughs> Safe Moon, you know, things like that. Doge Man, aren't you? Doge. Yeah. Yep, and yep. didn't Balfour's come out with Froge, which is their frog cake? <laughs> yeah, okay. The one and only uh, Phil Bunker tagged me in that last night. I thought that was nice. So, nice. Yeah, you managed to, like, you did say you didn't want to get rid of any of your cars you just wanted to massage them and develop that's them correct time. Yep, so, yep yep so what is what is this car again this is the vf the um series one though so it's oh, got the lovely. as you're i've mentioned before it's the much maligned l77 v8 it's it's the v8 that doesn't really make much power that's how <laughs> i like to it's a bit weak so you ripped all of that dod crap off it though, yeah that was in that was about week one yeah, you yep. put all the stuff in, and uh, then you were chasing a transmission problem uh, yeah, for, for that, how long? That was a, a, a saga in itself. Blamed yeah. me, you know. As I was do. all in the tune. Had to yep. be the tune. Yeah. Yep. No, no, I don't know what that was in the end, but we, um, oh, I tracked down another trans and swapped that out, and it's been faultless ever since, so that was pretty weird. That trans is lying on the floor in my garage waiting to be pulled down and looked at one day didn't i tell you some time ago it may have like a crack in the valve body or something you, you did say that but the problem there was i don't always listen when you're talking <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you know what if a standard here's the thing and here's where tuners get carried away if a standard tune runs a standard gearbox properly then there's no reason why with a standard tune in it yours shouldn't have done the thing correct yeah yeah and it was it was so intermittent that you you could not get it to do it the fault was Whenever it felt like it, which you also said something about temp, so cooling Probably, down, heating yeah. up, yeah, there was some yeah. variations. Yeah, no, that's right. So you know, it happens. It's nothing to get too excited or carried away about. So, so what did you do? You put a new trans in, yeah? A another trans, yeah, that I picked up. Um, they're not too cheap. The six L eighty. If anyone goes looking for them, they're no. sort of no. You've got to get the right one for the right era for the right oh, car. Is that right? Yeah. So then they can charge you whatever they feel like. Don't you just wish it was like a four L sixty where you can just jam anything in? No. No. <laughs> well, hang on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah, they've got their good and bad points. Of course, you're a bit of a home tuner these days, so you yeah. know, you, you know, the six L eighty. You've got more gear shifts to play with, more oncoming presets, and and so on. Yeah. And pressure tables. So you know, it's sort of like plying your craft a little bit, isn't oh, it? I have been. Yeah. Yeah. I, I joined a six L eighty forum. Even. Oh right. Yeah. With yeah. with a bit of a tuning guru behind it, and yeah, yeah I've played with that trans. Yeah. Yeah. Fair bit. Is that what yeah. you call it now, a trans? <laughs> right so yep. before we move on to that oh now yeah and of course you did the camshaft we were just discussing your camshaft yeah. that you've got in the 
in the VF. And you're not a fan, are you? Explain to me the camshaft. It's it's a I don't know if I'll say the brand, but it's a two sixteen two twenty eight is the fifty thou, um, and it's running six hundred thou lift. And so did, did you? Do you own a Delorean as well? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know yes, where this uh, back to the uh, future Well, I think you've gone from. back to 2002 yeah. to find that camshaft. But the the reckoning behind it was, I always thought with that sort of exhaust duration, it'd be good blower cam. Well, that's normally what people say when they put a cam in a car and it doesn't work as expected. Ah, it's a blower, <laughs> it's a blower grind. Right, right. Yeah, nah. Well, it, on what it was advertised at, from what I gather, I, I'm probably down, I think, 10 to 15 kilowatts. So you're making, what, 270, say? 270 odd, yeah. At uh, the back tyres, which isn't too bad. Dino Shimano. And what, what sort of tyres have you got? I bet you they're cheap. Triangles or black lines? Or... Oh, they're not that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they came on the car when I've got it. So I haven't had it that long, or well, 12 months. But when you we haven't look... been through a set of tyres in 12 months, the thing's mm, a powerhouse. No, because I do believe they're the one step below titanium in their strength they are absolutely solid oh, i thought you were going to say i believe that children are a future <laughs> you know, like, i think the tread wear rating would be something along the lines of a solid rubber tire they just so yeah. it's a forklift yeah yeah they're yeah. shockers yeah okay well that's good like can it spin them uh, sometimes yeah okay now we're going to cut from your car here for a minute and we're going to talk about um the teriyaki turbo trooper that that horrid adventure right. drive thing that you and PPRE, Phillips Performance Race Engines, uh, have been working on. Um, what's the current status of that? It's now a, um, it's moving a home. So yeah. it, it's a tow vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's towing. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't use all of the gears because some of them slip too much. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it's a tow vehicle. It, it does, yeah, right. it, it's, so... we haven't really done anything to it yeah. since the last sort of, but you know it, it's fast and stuff. Yeah, and it's you're, fast. you're really impressed with it, aren't you? Yeah. Everyone, I'm going to cut to the chase here in a minute. So I just want to get some. What do you know? No, well, I don't know anything. Okay. Well, we know that. I mean, yeah. everyone that listens to these Epicasts know that I don't know anything. Even uh, we're up to Epicast <laughs> 91. Yeah. This one, nine to go before we have a bit of a hiatus. Maybe. Oh no, you're going to have to get. You're going to be in on about two or three of those yeah. so you know you better say hello boy you know a few more times <laughs> you know. um but yeah you're pretty impressed with that and of yeah. course um the yeah. master engineer ppre fabricator welder machinist he's very impressed with it i think so yeah it pretty much flogs anything you know on the street like big turbo super as you know they, they've flown out ones from japan that we've apparently you've been banned from wizard um, <laughs> eastern yeah, creek that's, that's that's raceway right. because yeah, yeah the, you don't have the shooting cage in it yet Oh, oh no! I thought it was because of the oil. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the no, oil leaks. No, you probably yeah, no, don't you, have any oil in it. Um, <laughs> you could be right. So, okay, this car's really good, and you're really impressed with it. Um, yeah. And the the Chinese turbo, you know, is just like excelled itself, hasn't it? Has, it has. Yeah, it's exceptional. Yeah. So, where you going? Why haven't you put a turbo in your car? Uh, <laughs> here we the, go. On the, on the VF. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got a turbo LS in the in the garage, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. So you, it, oh, I don't know. You, nice little back pedal. I've got to, I've got to have one of everything. Right. You, you, so you think I should be going Wuhan Turbo on the? Uh, oh hell no. Head. No, no. All right then. Why are some good reasons that you wouldn't turbocharge? You see, because a lot of my listeners would think, you know, I don't know whether to go supercharged or turbocharged on the LS1. So we're comparing. Um, a Harrop Engineering FDFI twenty three hundred VF supercharger kit with. Um, 
the Wuhan war whistle <laughs> turbocharger system. Um, I think so, you answered the question right well, there, Marty. Yeah, well, why, what are some good reasons? That, I mean, there's been nothing wrong with your fabrication and there's been nothing wrong with the turbo. So no, let's no, not be too harsh on it there. No. Why are the reasons... Don't say they've already got one in the shed because that no. doesn't count here. Why wouldn't you do that to a VF? I think it's the overall package. The, the Wuhan is good because it's a 2005 which is almost vintage now. You know, like, it's old. It's old school. You mean it's near new. None of work. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to that thing and just, yeah. like, yeah, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. But this, this, the VF, it's more of a, well, it was the last of the hold, and so it's the last one. I want this to be, like, a turnkey, run beautifully. As Goldmember said, it's a keeper. But it is a keeper. Yeah. And yeah. I know, I've seen you fit, what, Hundreds of bloody Harrods. No, you've seen me watch Gareth fit. <laughs> I, I'm reworth. I've seen Gareth fit hundreds of blowers yes. down here, and yes. they're all—they're just mint. Mm. They're, they're all perfect, aren't they? They make a bloody good kit. Well, because it's made by an OE. Yes, but one could argue that you and Phillips PPRE, Phillips Performance Racing Engines and Tuning Development PPRE. TD, it sort of smells retard now. Um, and one could argue that because you guys are ex-OEM employees, you've just sort of kind of like developed the skunk works. Yeah. Kind yeah. of you're like you're the AMG of Elizabeth. AMG or, or more Brabus? Brabus, yeah. <laughs> Very bespoke. Yeah, that's it. We're a bit more elite Brabus, than just yeah. AMG. Maybe like an Alpina. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Like a skunk works. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, you guys are OE, Harrop are OE, they're only about 10 million computerised manufacturing machines in front of you and a, and a few more staff, yeah. except you guys do work through the night where they only work in traditional <laughs> yeah. hours, so yeah. highly productive. That's because um, you're asleep through the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I mean, you know, your lunch room, you don't have to have a lunch room in OH&S, you've just got a, a carton of bourbon cans. Exactly. When you're doing the fabrication, so... Yeah, so I'm not uh, hammering on about your kit. I'm hammering on why wouldn't you turbocharge it? What are the disadvantages of turbocharging it versus supercharging it? Okay, we, we know that the supercharger kit's beautifully made and it goes on and it works. The current rotor technology is really good. It works. Well, you know what target power it's going to make. So why wouldn't you turbocharge it? What's the biggest... If you to me, it's yeah. the fitment of the package. Yeah, you got to, like you can't. We run a single on the Wuhan, so there's no closed loop. Yeah, terrible. Fueling is random. Yeah, yeah, and arbitrary. Also, we'll yeah, say exactly. We we don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we drive it, it's a mystery. But when you can run closed loop and you have got a couple of oxy sensors back there having a bit of look at things for you, yeah. which the supercharger can do easily. Yes. As soon as you turbocharge, that's that's a no brainer. As long as you fit twins. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have to fit twin Wuhan. Yeah, okay. That's not well, going to happen. Well, here's, here's your problem. Right. When you fit twin turbochargers in a... When you fit the supercharger, it bolts on top of the engine. Yep. Right? It bolts yep. right there and the bonnet shuts over it. The, the, the other good thing is you're actually removing something to put it on. So there's already room there. You've just yeah, created yeah, it. Yeah. With the turbo, you, you're cutting out something you should have. So you can't go single because... You got no closed loop. No, it's just shit. It's it's garbage. It's old school. Very it is old, old school. school. Yeah, I wonder what dickhead thought up that idea in an LS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to um, be a wanker. Yeah, yeah. total dickhead. <laughs> um, and why can't you go twin on a VE? Well, 
<laughs> You've already told the, the Sydney Harbour Tunnel saga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you mount them low, you've got scavenging issues, and I do not, I do not trust scavenge pumps no. unless they're OE parts. Like this car we're sitting in now, recording this has got a scavenge pump on the transmission. A current generation WRX has a scavenge pump on the turbocharger system. Yeah. I just do not trust aftermarket um, scavenge pump soaps. I've had some horrific. What's you surely you could buy a, an OEM one then? So get one from yeah, but adapting them to make them work is just not. That then that's easy. where you let down. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them are gear driven and you know, or driven off a camshaft, or yeah. you know what I mean. It's not that easy to make them work, and I just don't like them. And then what's the other problem you've got if you got the turbos down low? <laughs> well, I'm doing. The, I'm doing we're playing charades <laughs> at the moment, everyone. Yeah, probably the same problem I got with mine with the one and seven eight um, headers and long tubes on there. Yeah, ground clearance is never going to be great when they're down. No, there. it's not. No, and I have heard of that being an issue, and it's not even ground clearance. That they're in the line of fire, if you like. Yeah, yeah. It only takes something to get flicked up, and it's not just the turbochargers themselves, because you know they're, they're quite sturdy in the exhaust housing and the compressor housing. But you're yep. talking things like actuator rods and, and two coolant lines and in and and out to yeah, oil, oil lines, lines in and, you and know, out. You're basically driving a low hanging fire <laughs> yeah, the best yeah. of times. Yep. I remember people used to say, Oh yeah Martin back in the day when we came out with the low hanging the low hanging fruit as I like to call it, the VE kit. People used to say back in the day, Oh, what happens when you go through a puddle? Mate, that was the least of your bloody problems. Yeah. Yep. I don't mind a bit of cold water splashed on them. Exactly. That was our that was our winter chiller. Yeah. So And that worked. No, oh, yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you mount them up the front then? Fitment, there, there is no room up the front there. Yeah, there's a couple of reasons. One's, uh, we'll play charades again, one's, I'm making hand signals that look like huge amounts of fire. <laughs> um, um, fire? Bonnet, <laughs> the bonnet burnery. Yeah. Because then you've got big long dumps that come back all the way down the engine bay as well. Yeah, past all the leads and the um, yeah, coils. you know what I mean? So you've got yeah. to stack that in, and the only way you can get good, you know, OE-style temperature control, well, you never get OE-style temperature control, but to get reasonable temperature control is to have little pipes. Then with little pipes, you strangle the thing. Yep, yep. And then the biggest problem of all, and I think you've got this with the um, Wuhan Weedy box, is getting air into the turbocharger. Yep. When they're mounted forward far enough, what's the biggest problem there? You've got two headlights straight there, mm. and, it, and you're in a patch where there's not really anything. There's, yeah, it's a, that's right. It's actually caught there. Um, we, we tried to negate that. I think you did too with the Gen T kit with the... Having that pull the, the old Donaldson snorkel. Yeah. yeah. So you got a, a dead right angle right at the end of your, your intake. But with the Gen TTs, when we started selling them for the um, GDO coupe, the, the, the American GDO, and I think it was, they were the VZ era cars, weren't yep. they? Yep. Um, they had a different style headlight that came back even further. Yeah. Swept around was more of a swooping and, nose. Yeah, but they intruded back into the engine bay, and that was right yep. where our Chinese air filters were sitting on the front of our Chinese turbos, and yeah, they, it was just almost impossible yep. to get um, that balance right for like an OE thing. It was just and then then the next step, and this is what we had with the Wuhan Warrior as well, is the lights that are in the bar, yeah, the the crash bar behind the bumper bar, and the the ducting, if you like that funnels the air into the radiator, yes. all had to have sections cut out of it Oh yeah, to get our cooler lines in and out. As my American uh, listeners would say, you've got to be handy with a sawzall. <laughs> yeah, we, and we used the sawzall a lot. Yeah. Even right up to the last five minutes before driving it, we were still trimming to get mm. things to sit better. 
trimming the bar. Trimming the bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's a northern that's suburbs old, Adelaide joke. Though, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't get it, it, it's sort of like where the northern suburbs from American listeners is a bit like Alabama, but without the trucks. Um, so, nothing wrong with Alabama, by the no. way. I do love it. Nice moonshine, you know. Um, big gators. Um, yeah, so too much cutting involved. How much cutting do you think you have to do with your Arab kit? It actually says in the instructions, zero. Is that right? It says none. Oh, you well, say, I've never fitted well, one, don't well, ask that, me. That actually is not true, because when you're there, even in their own instructions, there is some trimming. I think it's of the you washer cut, bottle, isn't you it? You cut 40 mil off the washer bottle neck. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> no, we just didn't even worry about washer bottles in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> they would have just got melted in. What happens when my windscreen gets dirty? How to wash the screen? Don't worry, it's hot oil. You're not going to wash it off with water regardless. <laughs> That's it. Throw that thing in the bin. Can of degreaser with every kit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think you've done the right thing. So you want to yeah. fit it yourself? Yeah. Great, right, no worries. You know me, that's... <laughs> And Is that right? No warranty. No warranty. Nah. Yeah, Only okay. on that. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're qualified, so maybe you'll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's a, a gray area. You know, people say, you know, it's a problem between you and God, that's a problem between you and Arab. <laughs> um, well, nothing goes wrong with them. Do, so. If we register Phillips Performance Racing Engines as a, as a premium dealer. Premium dealer. <laughs> You'll have to get you in on the national conference and, you know, you can rock up in the event. You'll need yep. the adventure to take home your trophies. Exactly. For excelling. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually excel. looking forward to it, Martin. Yep. That you know me, that's part of the thing. I want to install this thing myself. Yeah, no, no, and I think you will actually enjoy it. Yeah, I, mean, I will. a few cans in, you know. Shit, yeah. Are you going to get Phillips to help you? Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> There's no welding. No, well, hopefully Nah, not. that's up to him. He can come down and... Handle some cans from time to time, I'm yeah, sure. No, yeah. no I, th I think you'll find it a snack, considering what you've been working on. And, of course, the, all the Harrop stuff comes in the big plastic box that you can then turn into an esky. Yeah, it's got drill holes in the bottom. Is that right? Where they bolt uh, the supercharger? Yeah, just put a nothing bolt through it. Plug, plug, plug that up so we can put ice in there. Bit of bathroom sealant like you used in your turbo <laughs> kit and the exhaust <laughs> manifold. You know? Yeah, it works. Yeah, and it will hold ice then. No that's, more gaps. That's pretty good. And so, and of course, the, the icing, the ice, ice, icing on the cake is the fact that you're going to plagiarise another one of my tunes for it. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I had to hand that over as part of like forcing the kit into that, you, didn't I? That was the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, so it's a win-win for all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It keeps you away from me for a while. Yeah. And I want it properly tuned on the street. Before you get it. Yeah. Okay. So we're only going to give you the baby pulley, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, end of tune, it'll be fine. But, you know, you, you're just going to want to dick with it because that's what you do. That's it. You can't help yourself. No. Um, and, yeah, then we optioned you up to 1,000cc injectors, didn't we? Why did we do that? That's for the flex fuel capabilities. That's right. Yes. Because that will be the next thing that keeps you off the streets is yep. flex. Yep. And when you do that to the VZ Adventure... You're going to need to understand how the flex tables work, even though they're completely different pieces. They are. Uh, I've actually yeah. had a bit of a look, and that, yeah, that's... It's very easy. Is it? So basically what you do is you just tune it on on, on, on uh, petrol, not gasoline, and then you just change the stretch table and the timing adders. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Well, at least it sounds easy. It sounds easy, yeah. It normally works as, pretty good. As soon as you've run in a sensor that does most of the work for well, you. Well, it reads the ethanol content, yeah. Yeah, and that tells... The rest of the stuff, where to go and what yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all pretty easy. I'll show you how to do it. It's quite simple. You okay. just log your ethanol content. You just you just mix it at certain points. So you start with full gasoline, and then you'll go to like twenty percent ethanol, forty percent ethanol, sixty to 
80, 85, and you can sort of fill in the dots and yeah. interpolate it so that it kind of works the whole time. And that the kinda. reason the reason for that is basically every time we pull up at a server here in Adelaide that sells uh, an E85. It, it oh, they're pretty be... good. No, they're pretty no, good. Okay. No, you'll see it's always between 80 and 84 to 85 content. Yeah, okay. No, we've been blessed in Australia with um, uh, with good E85 well, in South Australia, apart from the original. Remember the plankton yeah. outbreak? <laughs> it was sort of like COVID yeah. of E85, yeah. wasn't it? You need to use a flock like you use on a swimming pool. There, was stuff, there was stuff dropping, dropping, dropping off left, right and centre. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, no, we're blessed here. And, of course, then you have the ultimate mix that you can put into it um, towards the end, MD60. <laughs> D60. Yeah, I don't know if that's still a thing, is it? Well, you can still buy, like, rue methanol. You yeah. can buy methanol. Yeah. And you can still buy 98. You just make, well, you just do what we did. You just make your own. Just make your own. So yeah. one thing I do want to do for our, our PowerTech Tuning Facebook page is a couple of MD60 runs in your car. Okay. Bit of methanol. Yeah, once once the blower's on, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, we're gonna put methanol in it. No, make, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking of before and after, but yeah, because it won't do anything now, surely. No, it'll but no, it'll just yeah, it'll be great though to see what it does to your fuel system. <laughs> Never hurt the lords. Yeah, and he yeah. ran for months. Wouldn't you like to put like a full tank of like methanol through your road car? I mean, you can tell the guys at Roxby that. Yeah. And they'll think you're pretty hot shit. Or not. Some of them know stuff about cars. You know, like, that's not bet necessarily... Bet they don't have a methanol burning street car. Well, that's true. That's I bet true. you they want one. Or well, one of the lads was off down doing some sand drags this weekend. Really? Last weekend, yeah, on a, on a five-litre powered motorbike. Oh. That's the sort of fellas I work with. That's not bad. Interesting well, day I, out. Yeah, yeah, you know, I do have a big history in sand drag bikes. Do you? Yeah, back in the 90s, we had a sand drag bike. Uh, we No, we did it for a client. It had a Nissan 300ZX VG30 uh, ET okay. in it, and it had a two-speed transmission, I believe. I forget what the trans was, but it also had a big, big, had 200 horsepower nitrous on it as well, <laughs> and we tuned it with the Delco um, oh, ECU. So, yeah, I was a guest up at the... Uh, uh, the ones that were up the river at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw Clary the Clown nearly die, <laughs> Joe, like trying to jump off the Do cliff. Do thing. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah, okay. Clary did. Yeah. Mad bastard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so now I go back to sand drags. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So five litre Holden, I mean, in 2021, when we were doing that in 2005 with a highly tuned import yeah, engine. yep, yep, yep. You guys, you guys up there seem pretty backwards. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting edge. Yeah, <laughs> cutting edge. So if you were telling him you've got like an L76 with a Back to the Future DeLorean cam in it. 77. L77. <laughs> Should have been an L67. All your problems would have been yeah, solved. Yeah, exactly. Factory already blower. installed. Yeah, good stuff. People still ring me up about them and say I've got a highly developed one. I said, what have you done? They all ported the blower snout. <laughs> So, shit. Insulators. Insulators, yeah, yeah. The old, you know, phenolic spaces. That's it. Ain't there still a thing today? We'll be doing yeah. some of those on yours. Oh, just on where MDF. That's right. <laughs> Trip to bunks. I think the MD60 will like them anyway when it's like <laughs> yeah, converting up it. the manifold. Well, Paul, I think you're going to have about, see, the way deliveries are looking at the moment, about four to six weeks to plan this. Okay. Um, so, that's four to six weeks to pay for it, too. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that is correct. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, and so you're going to have about four to six weeks to plan. So I need you to give yourself about three or four days. Yep. And uh, we'll get it. We'll, we'll just um, 
flash, I'll give you a tune that you can flash straight into it to get it running, drive it straight here. We'll put it on the dyno, exit a rod out the side of it, <laughs> say, oh, well, that's what happens. It's an, L, it's an L77, you deserve that. No, it'll no. be perfect. It'll be easy. And um, I look forward to seeing you get into something a little bit more mature than... Uh, that's it. Well, no, the adventure is very mature, sort of like in a stale way. Like a cheese. Like a cheese, <laughs> except less tasty. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. That was a great range anxiety, and we'll be back with number 92 soon.